Good morning, Contrarians! Friday morning, July 28th. It is a busy day. There is a lot going on. It's 6.25 a.m. Bunch of stuff happened overnight. Starting with, after the close yesterday, some positive earnings from Intel and Roku. And then overnight, the Bank of Japan surprised everybody by loosening its yield curve control and signaling greater flexibility with its interest rate policy, <clears throat> excuse me, which means the Bank of Japan may eventually be ready to join the rest of the world's central banks and raise interest rates to combat inflation. Japan has had a deflationary problem for years, decades even. And what this could do is unwind the carry trade, and I can't pretend to know very much about that. So I will shut up about it now. But, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me. But here in the U.S., at least, the tech earnings are carrying the day, and we are looking at stocks poised to rally again. I should add that yesterday also, stocks reversed course around midday for no apparent reason they were poised for gains, and then the whole th thing fell apart. And the Dow Industrials winning streak is over at 13 days. But bright side is 13 is Taylor Swift's lucky number. So seeing how we are in the Taylor Swift economy, that is entirely appropriate. And yes, I did know Taylor Swift's lucky number without looking it up. I don't know why. Anyway, stock index future is pointing to gains. NASDAQ is up eight-tenths of 1%. S&P futures are four-tenths of 1% higher. Bonds are seeing a few bids uh, reversing a sell-off from yesterday. The yield on the two-year is down seven basis points to 4.88%, while the 10-year is down four basis points to 3.98%, keeping in mind that yields move inversely to prices. Commodities aren't doing very much. WTI crude oil trading around $79.50 a barrel, roughly unchanged. Copper is up about half of 1%. So it's a big day. We have the Fed's preferred inflation gauge out at 8.30. But we first have earnings to deal with. And Chevron just reported a earnings miss. And... They fell short of EPS earnings and revenue guy expectations and estimates, and that stock is moving lower. We're waiting to hear from ExxonMobil, the other oil giant here. And then this morning, also Procter & Gamble and Col Col try that again. Colgate, there you go, Palmolive, stock ticker CL, that is a portfolio company. So two major consumer staples reporting before the open. And another portfolio company, Newell Brands, maybe it's pronounced Newell, I don't know, stock ticker NWL, also before the open. And speaking of staples, Church & Dwight, stock ticker CHD, is also due out to report before the open this morning. So quite a few there that could determine where uh, the stocks are going to go. However, 
the big release of the day is the personal consumption expenditures from the Bureau of Economic Analysis out at 8.30. This is the Fed's preferred inflation gauge. So this could be important for future Fed policy, although we do have still almost two months before the next Fed meeting. But this could set the tone. And the numbers are in the show notes. What we're looking for here is a 4.2% year-over-year print for the annualized core PCE, which excludes food and energy. That would be the lowest level in uh, almost two years. You have to go back to September 2021 to see anything lower. So clearly some progress on the inflation front. But uh, the devil is very much in the details here. As we cue up the dramatic classical music here, Ludwig van Beethoven, as Bill and Ted called him. Right. So, yeah, this PC print, it's weird. The market doesn't always pay very close attention to it. But it could be big. And these headlines write themselves. Lowest level since September 2021. Actually, I can tell you that these headlines have basically already written themselves. The uh, reporters around the world have queued those up, the drafts ready to go, because the PCE deflator, as all inflation measures, do not really miss economists' expectations very much. By, by very much. So maybe one or two or maybe three-tenths of a percent here or there. So chances are it's going to be below where it was last month, which was 4.6%. If it isn't, then forget it. All bets are off. But, and so, but if it's 4.3 or 4.4 or even 4.5, you can still run with those headlines. But... That's not that's short of what economists were expecting. For the market, for investors, economists' expectation, like analyst estimates, are the more important figure here. And whether the final number falls short of it or exceeds it. And that will determine the direction, at least, of bond markets and of rates markets. Whether stocks go along for the ride remains to be seen. The calculus is pretty simple. If there's persistent inflation, if it's showing that it's not going down anymore, then that will bring back fear of higher for longer Fed interest rate hikes. And that is bad, certainly for bonds, also for stocks. And you'll have to watch the bond markets here. You will also want to watch the Fed fund futures, which right now are pricing in just a 22% chance, at least last night when I looked. 22% chance of another Fed rate hike at the next meeting, which is on September 26th. So you're going to want to watch that, see how that moves. So if the PCE deflator comes in hot, you can expect that number to jump. You can also expect bond yields to rise, meaning that bonds will sell off. So there you go. If it comes in soft, then the soft landing narrative will gain steam again. Not that it's gone anywhere, it's still very much the base case, but 
the headlines will be coming fast and furious about the soft landing again, and that will ostensibly buoy investors' greed, potentially potentially get us on another rally. But, but, caveat here is that yesterday's rally reversed midday on no new information. And that looks like the kind of thing where maybe, just maybe, investors are getting a little sick of buying stocks and bidding them up. They may want to wait for another, for a correction, for things to get a little cheaper. Who knows? Or maybe retail needs to come in now and enter the picture if it hasn't already and pick up some of the slack here. But interesting stuff going on. And so that's why I've gone on here longer than I normally do, especially for a summer Friday. It's a very busy day. I may update the the notes, the show notes, if this uh, comes in at all, if the PCE uh, uh, you know, deviates much from expectations and there is a major mar- market reaction. I just checked to see if Exxon had reported they had not. I thought they were due to report by now. Guess not. Anyway, that's all we got for today. Have a great weekend. I'll see you back here again on Monday morning. Bye.